0: Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with your hosts Megan Myers and Steffi Bradmore. This week,
1: we're chatting all about mental load. Stay tuned. Do you love listening to I'd Rather Stay In and want to support the podcast? Well, now you can visit our website or the link in our Instagram profile and click Buy Me a Coffee, or visit buymeacoffeecom podcast. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help us cover the costs of creating this podcast. There are no monthly memberships, and you can support us at whatever level you like, whenever you like. Whether you buy us one coffee, many coffees, or simply continue listening as always, we're so grateful for your support. Hello, hello! Hello, Steffi. Um, So, we need to talk about Bones Talk.
0: Sure. <laughs> okay. There. Today is. A, let's see. Today was a no bones day.
1: Today was a no bones day. Um, I felt it. <laughs> I did. I felt it too. So, uh, for people who are not on TikTok or who are not on this side of TikTok, there is a fellow by the name of. I think his name is Jonathan. He has a pug, who is 13 years old, named Noodle. And every morning, he Noodle wakes up and this guy goes over and he like props noodle up and if noodle stays standing he has bones that day and if he flops back down he has no bones and it has become sort of this like cult following like horoscope replacer like what kind of day is it going to be is it a bones day or a no bones day (laughs) it's excellent
0: my favorite has been uh like the companies that have been posting their own reactions <laughs> to whether it is Bones Day or no bones. Somehow I got on uh getting this historic reenactment account. Oh my god. Like at some museum or something somewhere and they do like, you know, 18th century historical reenactment. Oh my god. <laughs> and they were doing little fun bones no bones day videos. It was very cute.
1: I know. I like need to suggest to the social team at work that they do one like for like on a bones day of be like, "Oh yeah, my it's a bones day. Everybody your curls are going to be popping or like something." Cuz it is very funny. Um all of the All of the accounts that are, like, responding to the bones and the no bones and people are, I I just said, you and Susanna, one of, like, this gal that has this sea shanty she sings and she, like, redid it to be, like, about Noodle the Pug. (laughs) Like, it's excellent. It's excellent content. So, if anyone is wondering, Noodle the Pug is just what's going to predict whether it is a good day or a bad day.
0: While we're at it, can we talk about the apparent chokehold that Scrub Daddy has on social media?
1: I'm sorry, what?
0: I appear to constantly, and it's not just on TikTok, it is also on my Instagram. There's people I follow on Instagram who are constantly talking about Scrub Daddy sponges. (laughs) Scrub <laughs> I just keep seeing it. Like they'll do, like post, like displays of scrub daddy sponges. They'll be talking about their scrub daddy sponge. Somebody got like they did like a special Halloween. Oh, is that one that has one. a little like
1: smiley face on it? Yeah, <coughs> but it's, I had to look it up because I I don't clean enough to know what a scrub daddy sponge is.
0: I mean, I you'll see them all over the place now that you now I that like we're talking it. about it and you know what it is. Um but I just don't it's it's a sponge, like maybe it's amazing, you guys. Maybe it's the most amazing sponge on the planet. I don't know, but, but <laughs> I've it, just been seeing it so much, and I'm just a little it I, seems, I have some questions for people
1: it It seems like it would just be a sponge,
0: yeah. I, they were on Shark Tank. I don't know. Apparently, it's a whole thing.
1: I yeah. I have a lot of questions. Uh, let's see. It seems. And I've that... seen
0: them. I've seen them at the store, and I looked at them because we actually did need sponges a couple weeks ago, and I could not tell what made them so special.
1: Yeah, I don't. It's they say they're America's favorite sponge, which. I mean I guess maybe it's true if you're seeing them everywhere but uh, I, yeah it's not very clear to me like what makes them more special than just like a sponge from like
0: anyone any other brand. it is funny that it says that that's their thing is that they say that they're America's favorite sponge because uh, I have not really seen like sponge commercials in a while like granted I don't Everything's streaming now, so I don't watch commercials. Um, but I do remember there was a time when sponges were like dominating media, where it was like <laughs> you can't, you can't have that sponge. You have to have this fancy sponge. Very weird. It's got microbacterial blah 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 blah. And maybe we moved away from sponges, but or maybe just everyone has a. a Scrub Daddy, Sponge Daddy, whatever. There's, like, a line. There's, like, a Scrub Daddy. There's a, a mommy. There's possibly a baby. I don't...
1: I don't know. It's fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, I'm... I... I don't... I... I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't know why it has such a hold on social media or America apparently, but I guess maybe we need to like purchase one and try it and see like why people are obsessed.
0: Maybe I think it made me think of it because I believe that the actual Scrub Daddy account came up on my for you and then They might have possibly been doing a Bones, No Bones video.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's the the intersection of the the Venn diagram of your For You page. (laughs) And then I just started
0: seeing more Scrub Daddy stuff, but I was confused. Well, because you also
1: follow that one, like, cleaning account, right? Or is that on Instagram? I
0: follow them on Instagram. But that's the thing. I've been seeing them on – I've been seeing Scrub Daddy stuff on Instagram. But the Go Clean people don't talk about Scrub Daddy oh okay
1: well i i was gonna say if you followed the go clean people on tiktok maybe tiktok picked up on this like cleaning thing and that's why it's feeding you scrub daddy content but i now i don't have a i don't have i I don't have an answer for you on that
0: the short of it is if you have a scrub daddy
1: please please talk to us (laughs) yeah please like let us know what the fuck is up with this smiley sponge i got questions
0: thing I don't get it it should be my demographic because I'm old and have a house and in theory clean things but I, I don't it was know funny because
1: Eden and I were over at our neighbor's house the on Sunday hanging out and visiting with her And we were in her living room and like on one of her tables she has a box of Kleenex and then she also had a little spray bottle of water because she uses it to spray her youngest cat who's kind of a, a maniac sometimes. And Eden like Pulled a Kleenex out of the box of Kleenex and then she grabbed the little water bottle and like acted like she was like spraying it on the table and then she like used the Kleenex to like wipe where she was had just acted like she sprayed and I was really cracking up and I was like, I straight up don't know where she learned this because it was not from me. Like
0: uh, school, probably.
1: I assume that maybe they must wipe down the tables and stuff after lunch and snack and breakfast and stuff at daycare, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. where she's learned it. Because I was like, it's not, it, what, well, it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, good on you, kid. But this was not. I did not teach her this.
0: <laughs> yeah, when kids are really young, they're randomly very interested in cleaning.
1: Well, I need to really make better use of that then, because.
0: They're not effective, but...
1: I mean, neither am I. <laughs> so I don't do it very much because I'm not very good at it. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking of taking care of things around the house, we are talking about mental load this week. Y-
0: yes. Um, that is also something that has been on TikTok a lot lately. Yes. But it's actually not a new concept. Uh, be... Some people have been talking about it for years and years, and uh, COVID really put it into high-level perspective for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, as I think COVID did for a lot of things. Um, I think COVID kind of woke us up in a lot of ways. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I think, I think we all just sort of had a collective awakening about um, things in our lives that we were putting up with that we don't necessarily like didn't need to be putting up with. Um, I think that's, that's why a lot of people have been leaving their jobs and finding new jobs or starting their own job, like their own companies. Um, you know, we talked to Jen last week about life coaching and she kind of had a a situation like that. Um, and so I think that COVID has, while it's done a, a a lot of not good things, right. Um, I think it has sort of uh, brought into perspective some things in our lives. And I think this concept of mental load and the pressure that uh, moms and wives in particular put on themselves um, is one of them. But before we go further in the conversation, even though I just said moms and wives in particular, uh, I do want to make it clear that this is not a like, um, this is not something that is only pertains to women. Um, it is something that can absolutely happen in like same sex relationships as well, where one person is taking on more of the mental load than the other person.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also, just want to preface by saying like we don't need any not all men comments because yes. obviously that is true. However, I think, uh, in general, people, you step back and look outside their own perspective, yes. they will realize the disparity that is going on here. Um, I know a lot of people would be like, well, I do this and I do this and I do this. I'm like, you do, but right. that's not what we're saying. It's not <laughs> Mental load is not simply about who is doing the chores in the house. Yes. It is so much more than that
1: That is correct. So Megan tell us tell us what it is. So uh,
0: it's kind of it's almost hard to explain because it just kind of exists. It is it's everything. It's all the things that live in your brain that you remember to do mm-hmm. or that you have to remember to do. So there's a really good um, comic illustration that uh, we're gonna link to you in the show notes that I remember reading a while ago and it's a, it kind of like lays it out. So it talks about how, you know, you want to do a simple chore, like clearing off the table. So they clear off the table, but then they go to put it away. And then along the way they find a dirty towel and the dirty towel has to go in the laundry basket, which is then full. So then you take the laundry to the washing machine and then you put that in there. And then because you put your groceries over by the washing machine you see that the food needs to go in the refrigerator and then you're putting the food away and you see that you need to put stuff on the shopping list and everything kind of compounds and then you're making a mental list of all the other things that need to happen and then that one single task will have taken two hours because you are compounding everything that you do and you can't just get the one task it's (laughs) <laughs> Very similar to ADHD, yes. but also it's related to like, not only that you like put your, the laundry in the washing machine, but then you have to remember, you're going to be the person who remembers to move it into the dryer. You're going to be the person who notices you don't have any dryer sheets left. So you need to go to the store to get dryer sheets. You're the person you're gonna that
1: to that the sweater doesn't go in the dryer. So you have to lay have to the shower or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you're going to remember that, you know, you're putting, if you're putting, you know, your kid's clothes in the laundry, you're going to remember that that pair of pants actually doesn't fit the kid anymore, so you need to take it out once it's clean so it can go in the donation pile. All of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of, like, um, I think that a lot of people who are married have probably encountered times when your spouse, like... You're frustrated because you just did all of that stuff, and then your spouse is like, well, "Why didn't you ask me to do it?" And because
0: that, we shouldn't have to ask,
1: right? Because it all just lives in our brain, and it, that it's like um, <clears throat> some of the things that I've been seeing on TikTok. Like this gal will like she'll find videos where this is sort of a um, And there's a crossover between mental load and weaponized incompetence, which we will also discuss at a a later time. Um, But, like, it's like saying to your partner, hey, can you put dinner in the crockpot tonight? But then, like, you know in order for that to happen that you have to, like, set out the ingredients and the recipe and remind them to do it. And then follow up to make sure that they did it. And, like, there's there's a, there's a mental checklist that you're going through to make sure that all of these things happen the way that they need mm-hmm. to, to, like, make sure that you have dinner on the table that night. Um, that falls outside of just, like, saying, hey, can you put dinner in the crockpot tonight? And then just knowing that it'll happen. Right. So, and again, like... For the most part, it is often, I think, the woman or the wife who, female partner, who is experiencing most of the mental load and the male partner who is not. Um, But, like, this can also happen, again, in uh, same-sex partnerships. Um, I think that there is often one person who tends to kind of take on the brunt of that mental load, probably just based on personality I would assume but yeah it, it often tends to be a, a female thing. yeah
0: and I know some people will be like well you know women are just more maternal and that's really the reason why they just they just want to do all these things like trust me I really don't want to have all this living in my head yeah but I know that if I don't have it in my head, it won't happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: my children will have no socks without holes in them. The only food we will eat is takeout or macaroni and cheese. <laughs> like it's, and it's also like, like you said, we will talk about weaponizing competence later. But it's also the kind of thing where the knowledge of having all this stuff in our head and we just know it and it's just, we just know it. We know what needs to happen. We know what needs to get done. We know all the things that are tied to it. Mm-hmm. We know that if we're asking for help, it will be done wrong. Not necessarily wrong, but like if you ask in the example before that I was giving about clearing the table, if you ask your partner to clear the table, they'll clear the table. But they won't do any of the other things. They like, won't. Will like, they put the they dishes won't,
1: in the dishwasher? And right. Well, wipe the table down. They won't down. notice.
0: Right. They won't wipe the table down. They won't notice if a towel is on the floor. They won't notice that something is not there for dinner to be put on the grocery list. Mm-hmm. They see the thing that is like in front of them. Yeah. And then they're not like looking ahead to plan for what's coming up
1: yeah I think this article that we'll link to in the show notes like talks about like mental load is about a lot about making sure your family is thriving emotionally physically and financially today and into eternity Mm -hmm. so like it's not just like are we surviving like are we thriving
0: yeah (laughs) that's like a feel like right now that's a really loaded question too
1: right yeah i think that here in these unprecedented times that that like so many wives and mothers have become taken on like okay not only am i like housekeeper and mother And probably, you know, potentially uh, working a part time or a full time job as well. But now I, you know, also have to make sure my kids are getting their schoolwork done uh, remotely, that they're paying attention on their Zooms, that they're like, I have to play with them more because they can't go play with their friends in the neighborhood. Like, I have to make sure that. They aren't, like, on the brink of a mental breakdown because of all of these things. Like, there's a whole lot. And then, of course, like, potentially worrying about your family's financial situation if, you know, your job was um, impacted by the, by the pandemic. Like, there's a whole lot of extra things that fell on a lot of moms, Mm -hmm. And a lot of women during the last year and a half, 20 months, I don't know, fuck, however long it's been, um, that just, like, made that even, even crazier.
0: Yeah, I think um, women disproportionately either had to leave their jobs or lost their jobs during the pandemic and uh, by default became the – the teacher and this mm-hmm. the stay at home mom, whether they wanted to be or not, um, and also the I think something that is kind of gone out of favor in terms of terminology is that parents or mothers in the like the fifties used to be called homemakers, mm-hmm. and it was really all about managing the home, and now it's all about being a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. Um, and I would say the job is a little bit different but I do think it's just an interesting perspective where now that that moms are expected to be so much more hands-on with their kids uh, I mean as any kid who grew up in the 80s and 90s knows like we would be shoved out the door and not expected to be seen until dinner (laughs) time Right. Um, but now you're supposed to be very hands-on with everything with your kids. and But also you're still supposed to be the homemaker. So not only are you managing everything that your children need and giving them extra attention, but you're also doing the budgeting. You're making sure that, you know, whatever food that you have can stretch for the entire week. It is just... um It's interesting how, in general, it seems like society is progressing so much. And yet, at the same time, we are making the default parents have even more responsibility than ever before.
1: Well, and, like, we have no... We have no fucking child care in our country.
0: Yeah, like, child care is very expensive it's and I'm not so expensive. It's ridiculous. I'm, yeah, and I think
1: and that child and care that,
0: professionals should be paid. Yes. Probably more than what they are being paid. Yes. But the problem is is that you cannot
1: There's It's really it's hard subsidized.
0: to have. Yes, it is very hard to have a job that covers child care
1: <laughs> yes yes it's so for expensive. full-time child care yes and so like because of that that adds to all of the mental load um of making sure your children are cared for and like all of the things that have to happen and like I, I genuinely think that like if our country had better child care or just like caretaking Policies in place because, like, it might not just it might not just be childcare. It could also be caring for an elderly parent. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be caring for a spouse that has a chronic illness. Like, there's a lot of different types of care that is not that are not remotely covered in our country. Um, there are no policies around really, and so. Um, I think just having like that would alleviate a lot of stress and mental load on so many people
0: yes I 100% agree um, I'm not really sure what solutions we'd be able to come up with for that because people seem really averse to
1: Basic uh, concepts like uh, universal healthcare and simple things like that. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Well, yeah. I mean,
0: yes, but it's more that they don't—they I, I, don't want to pay taxes higher than what they currently pay. Um, and yet, we look at all these other countries that are, you know, on the same level as in development as our country, and they—they uh, they have healthcare. They have, you know paid maternity leave for like a year uh, <laughs> it's kind right. of crazy um, yeah so I it, maybe eventually we'll have some movement on those things unfortunately for now we just kind of have to cope along but at the same time we are so separated from each other in terms of a community whether that's because of you know, COVID or, you know, general, what's the word? Distrust of uh, the people around us. Um, You know, we want to find our our tribe, but we want to find the people that we can get along with. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that, but (laughs) I think there's a lot of reasons why, Uh, mothering communities are not what they used to be Mm -hmm. um and aside from the fact that like we need to remember that people used to have way more babies than they do now yeah and they used to make those older kids take care of the younger kids thus freeing up the mom to do the other stuff
1: right yes that's right um (laughs) <laughs> um and then there are people like us that have like one kid or two kids that are not old enough to care for the other ones and we're all just like okay um so or i think also even if you didn't have like big families like a lot of times there would be like a neighbor kid down the street or you would live really close to your extended family and so you might have like cousins Um, or like older cousins or something that could help. And that's not as common currently as I think it has been in the past. So that's another, that's another difference. Um, one of the articles that we pulled that we will link to, um, it also gives some specific examples of how mental load and emotional labor are a little bit different. Um, so I could just kind of like want to run through that a little bit because there, there are some, there are some similarities, but they are actually different. Um, so like emotional labor is really more, um, used to describe the way that people are like regulating emotional expressions, um, in the workplace. Um, and, uh, so for example, like retail workers. Um, or service, um, food service workers, like, being cheerful throughout their shifts, um, no matter what has just happened to you. Like, you gotta go, and you gotta put on a smile, and, uh, smile for that customer. Um, teachers, um, kind of maintaining that, like, calm and friendly demeanor, even if parents are being assholes, um, (laughs) Uh, you know, flight attendants staying super calm and happy, even when passengers, again, are assholes. Um, or, like, if something stressful is happening, like with a flight, um, there's also that, like, there's also emotional labor in personal relationships. Like, um, you might be um, on call, like, as the friend to help friends through, like, crises. I think there is always, like, kind of one in the friend group. Um, or, your partner depends on you for emotional support, but doesn't often reciprocate um, versus some, some like common examples of mental load Um, having, again, like we mentioned, having to ask your partner for help, um, having to give reminders to schedule like bill payments or, Having to remind your partner to call and make an appointment um, for something that would have honestly been faster if you had just done it yourself um, <laughs> let's just be honest uh, your partner needing like praise for doing necessary household chores <laughs>
0: oh can we just pause for that on that <clears throat> one for a second because I would really. Love to rant. Love some airsome air
1: some grievances about needing a needing a cookie a or vacuuming or whatever.
0: Uh, I have a grievance about about uh, co parents who say that they are babysitting their children. Oh my
1: god! Which I want to be super clear is neither of our spouses. It's we, are not, of our spouses. we are not airing grievances about our own spouses here. We have No, because they have, would not be our spouses. Oh if no. That was literally the case. they would be dead. So it's fine. Uh no, yeah, we do. <sighs> yeah, you don't babysit your own kids.
0: They're your own kids. Your you kids. contributed to this endeavor. You it would not be possible for the are, children to exist if you did not contribute in some way.
1: If you're watching your kids that's called parenting.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a family member not too long after Eden was born, like, say something about like, oh, now does Alex babysit her? And I like, I from across the house, I was like, he does not babysit, he parents.
0: Yeah.
1: It's also I, insult- It's also insulting to that parent. Yeah. Like, when I other mean, people say that.
0: It makes them it makes him sound like an absent parent, first of all. Yes. Uh, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. I don't like. Maybe I know some people apparently did not like spending time with their children, and they only want to do the fun stuff. But sorry, Got
1: a that is not parenting. About why you're having kids.
0: Parenting is a lot of not fun stuff. Parenting, <laughs> like,
1: is, parenting is mostly not fun stuff.
0: It is mostly not fun stuff. And the like 15% of things that is fun makes up for it. Yes. But it is mostly not fun stuff. And yes. that is the way it is. Like, yeah, it's, that it, is what you signed up for.
1: It's kind of funny because like uh, one of my one of my friends, she's a birth mom and uh, her son that and then she has two children younger children that she parents and she talks a lot about how she's like I am the son that I placed I'm I'm his mom but I'm not his parent and let me tell you being his mom is way more entertaining than being a parent like being a parent (laughs) low-key sucks but like (laughs) like being a mother like that's the lovely thing being a parent sucks (laughs) yeah so yeah it's uh i yeah i don't i don't care for i don't care for uh the parents that say that they are babysitting their kids and i don't care for the extended family members that ask like oh are you babe is is your husband babysitting the kid like no my husband is parenting
0: also i will just add to that is that kids listen to what you say and they will they will internalize that like come on yeah anyway move on you can continue with your list now i had to get that out
1: i i appreciate your aired grievance um (laughs) so other other examples of mental load um just kind of keeping track of things like uh what where are your kids going after school what days do they have appointments? Um, do they have a permission slip that needs to be signed? Do you need to check and make sure that they finish their homework? Um, all of that, like, little stuff that isn't, again, it's, it's not like there's, there's not like a, oh, I did the dishes and now I have clean dishes. Like, there's just mm-hmm. little details. Um, baking to-do list grocery lists chore charts um, remembering that someone has a birthday coming up remembering that like your kid's friend has a birthday party and so on Saturday at two o'clock and so you need to get a gift and wrap it and also remember to go to the stupid party like (laughs) those are all things um, remembering like okay we're going on vacation so I need to do everybody's laundry so that then I can pack so th- and then we have to make sure that I have snacks packed for the car trip and that I put new uh, paper towels in the car because we used up the last one when little Jimmy spilled his milk in the back seat. Like all of that kind of stuff. That is all the mental load stuff.
0: Yes. Yes. And I, you know, you mentioned that, you know, checking to make sure the kids do their homework. It's not just that you're checking to make sure the kids do their homework. It's checking and then checking and then checking and then checking (laughs) and then checking.
1: Like somehow the homework never ends and the checking never ends.
0: (laughs) My husband's really good at uh, asking my kids to do things before they can get their reward. Like Mm -hmm. he asks them to fold their laundry. He asks them to do their empty the dishwasher to do their homework but then he doesn't he doesn't so good do so good with checking in to make sure that those things have been completed yeah it's like there's two steps <laughs> like, right. i appreciate you, your confidence they're going to do it this time but... Right.
1: but maybe maybe just double check right because they are <laughs> at that age where like it may or may not happen i also i also do want to say one thing about this and that is that this, this does not necessarily encompass um, this idea of mental load. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean um, that your spouse doesn't do it to your specifications. Like, it's really more of the, um, like you said, like, just kind of, like, the not following through in your example of, like, okay, like, he asked the kids to do XYZ thing, but then he didn't follow through to make sure that they did it um versus like and i think that this is particularly poignant with parenting especially when they're like little um your spouse may have your partner may have like a different way of doing things than you and that is actually okay contrary to probably popular belief, it is okay if your partner does not do things the exact way that you do them. Like, they do not have to load the dishwasher the exact same way that you do it, that that you do. There's no actual right way to load the dishwasher, even though there probably is. Um,
0: (laughs) People who load the dishwasher and feel very strongly about it will say that there is a certain way to do it.
1: Correct. But But like
0: my view is that if the dishes are going in the dishwasher, someone's turning it on, perfect
1: exactly exactly and like this was one of the things like uh when we were getting ready to become parents I think Kathleen was maybe the one that was like just remember that you're gonna have different ways of approaching things as parents that and that's okay like there's definitely things and like in the household and as parents where you need to be on the same page but like if they don't approach feeding your kid the snack the exact same way that you approach feeding your kid a snack if your kid is fed for the most part it's fine if they don't Mm. cut up the cheese cubes in the exact way that you cut up the cheese cubes it's probably okay like there's certain things that you are okay to just say like they do it a different way than me and that's okay and that's that's not what we're necessarily talking about here so i just want to be clear on that Yeah, and I like you didn't do it my exact way. You're wrong. This is like (laughs) there's a whole lot of stuff that just isn't being thought of that I am thinking of, and I can't stop thinking of it, and it keeps me up at night, and it wakes me up at two in the morning, and I wake up at and as soon as my alarm goes off, and I think about all these other things, and it just never stops. The list in my head never stops.
0: I do also want to mention that we are talking about parenting a lot, and that is because we are parents. But this is not limited to parenting
1: absolutely absolutely there are
0: there's so many factors of mental load that don't apply to parenting at all especially if you are not a parent but you're like either a pet owner Mm -hmm. or a homeowner or have a car that you share or even if you have a car that you don't share like (laughs) you're sharing Mm -hmm. your life with another person there is a high chance that one of you is experiencing mental load.
1: Yes, totally. And Absolutely it's accurate. exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in this article, um, they end with some ways to like bring up um, sharing the mental load. Um, and so I thought we could kind of talk through some of these ideas that this person has. Um. so uh, the, some tips as they say as this article says here's some tips to get the conversation rolling uh, consider, consider the time and space so choose a time when you have some privacy there are no distractions um, let your partner know that like you want to talk about something important with them so they're not like also watching football or something is that a sport that's happening right now? Yeah, I think football. It, it is right
0: indeed. Now. You are correct. Uh I think actually uh maybe not basketball. I was going to say I think all the sports are happening right now. It's the weird confluence of everything. Oh, so. yeah, that's
1: right cuz baseball's still going or some stupid shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're Baseball, safe on
0: any on any sport reference right now.
1: S- Baseball is a sport that never ends. Okay. Um so then find common ground. So he rec- this person recommends opening with a shared value, the equality in your relationship. So you might say, I know you value contribut- contributing equally to our relationship, and I think you may not realize I have more responsibilities that go unnoticed. Um, and use I statements. So how often did we learn this in school here? Use I statements about conflict or I don't know, whatever. Uh, Very so- therapy. Yeah, very, it's very, very therapy of, of us. So um, frame things in terms of your feelings and experiences rather than placing the blame on the other person. So instead of saying, you hurt me, for example, you would say, I feel hurt when you blah, blah, blah. So um, you could say, I love that you cook dinner when I work, but I still plan the menu, make the grocery list and do the shopping. So I'm wondering if you could help with some of those things too. Or, I feel frustrated when you ask for a task list when there are dishes in the sink, laundry in the hamper, and pet hair all over the floor, making a list of what needs to be done, and delegating that makes me feel like your manager, not your partner. Um, Or, I appreciate your willingness to help around the house, but I wonder if you could try jumping in to help instead of saying, just ask if you need help. So, those are some, like, conversation starting points, and, like i'll be honest it might come down a little bit to like almost chore chart type of things but that might be what just like what you need to like make some of this stuff a habit for your partner
0: yeah or sometimes the thing that i do is i just kind of i i just leave it until until he notices i'm and just then, like i'm not gonna do it then you end i'm up tired in game of like chicken <laughs> see well the thing is, I, is that it's a game of chicken for me game. <laughs> it's literally not
1: He has no idea um, he has no idea what's
0: happening he just goes on with life where i'm just like you know i'm not gonna do another load of laundry like we'll see how long it takes before it gets full and then you decide to do the laundry <laughs> It gets very full.
1: It gets really full. Like Like he runs out of
0: underpants before he realizes.
1: (laughs) Uh, It also might be that um, like having the conversation might help figure out where like where the best balance of responsibilities might lie. Um, Like.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like I generally cook dinner. And I'm mostly fine with that. But then he, like, recognizes that I would cook dinner, and he does the dishes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which is
0: a really good balance for us.
1: Yeah, that and that was how it was in, growing up. My dad never cooked dinner because we wanted food that was edible. Um, <laughs> and so my mom cooked dinner, but then my dad, like, 99% of the time would do the dishes um, afterwards. And he, I mean, my mom would often, like, kind of just be in the kitchen helping, but um, just, like, puttering around or, like, chit-chatting, but, like, m- my dad and I would help, like, with the dishes. So, like, fi- I think having that conversation to figure out, like, where are- where your, like, collective strengths lie and even, like, the things... What are the things that you really hate that they might not hate as much? Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking hate vacuuming. I hate... Vacuuming, I would rather die than run the vacuum. Um, so I mean, part of part of that is like we agreed, like okay, we're getting a robot vacuum, um, which I don't hate. I don't hate the robot vacuum, but like Alex knows, like if a real vacuuming needs to happen, he needs to be the one to do it. I am just not going to do it. I hate it so much. But there's other stuff that like he dislikes that I don't necessarily hate as much. And so figuring out where that balance is of like okay. I've just been avoiding this because I don't really like it that much. Or I don't mind this chore as much. Like, I'll take that on as mine.
0: Yeah. That's what we do, too. And I think uh, if you are starting to involve your children in chores, too, Mm -hmm. that is a really good way to kind of let them see what mental load can involve. And they'll be the ones to notice, like, oh, hey, I need to do my laundry. Mm Mm-hmm. I need to take care of these things on my own. And eventually, like it takes a while, but eventually they will be like, oh, I need this. Mm-hmm. I need to remember that I need this. I need to remember that I need to do this. And mm-hmm. down the line, it will serve to help them in their lives.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's that like thinking through like, okay you're going you guys you have a field trip tomorrow what do you need to get ready for the field trip and like Mm -hmm. talking that through with them i mean and honestly like depending on the age of your kids like you're probably working through that in your brain anyway like okay they've got a field trip tomorrow so i have to do x y and z like start talking that start start talking about it out loud with them you're doing it anyway Like, yeah. start, start having them, like, okay, so you're going on a field trip tomorrow, so is there something different that you might need to pack in your backpack or take with you to school that you might not normally? Like, those are helpful life skills. <laughs> I mean, they are, Max, right?
0: Yeah, they are. Max is the one in our house that reminds me that I need to wash the masks.
1: Oh, that's
0: his <laughs> mental load. <laughs> yeah it's very helpful because i'm really bad at
1: remembering <laughs> i don't want to talk about how infrequently i remember to wash masks
0: and also i usually i try to do it by hand too which makes it even worse because yeah. like i bring this i put it on myself yes. but um someone else was saying how you should wash them with face wash and so that made me start washing them by hand and this whole thing so
1: down the rabbit hole she went <laughs>
0: yeah uh, but now I don't remember to do it so because I never leave the house Max goes to school every day with a mask and that's why he remembers
1: yeah that's why it's his (sighs) mental load bless his heart
0: I know and also he started to be the one who like checks what the temperature is before he leaves for school in the morning
1: (laughs) so cute I love him so much he's such an old man (laughs) checking his weather I
0: gotta see if it's gonna be cold or hot today (laughs)
1: funny <clears throat> so Megan any uh, last thoughts on mental load before we talk about what's bringing us joy
0: um I would just say that if your partner seems tired <laughs> help him out
1: yes
0: uh don't ask them what they need help with just kind of like look around and and find something because they're tired and they don't want to have to tell you what it is, to yes. be honest. Yes. Uh, I would love for someday that uh, my husband would look in the refrigerator and see that there is no food and take it upon himself to make a grocery list and then go to the store and fill it with appropriate things to eat.
1: That's... that I Instead of,
0: like, a, the next two meals, like a whole week's worth.
1: Well, yes. Although... <clears throat> to be fair, I'm not very good at getting a week's worth of food anyway, but that is my <laughs> favorite thing when my husband does do that. he Like, instead of saying, what do you want for dinner? He just comes up with something to make for dinner. And oh, he would
0: it. never. It's At my house, it's like, if I'm not making dinner, because some days, like, I'll, a lot of times on Tuesday, like, that is a day I don't necessarily cook because mm-hmm. of the podcast. Uh, so it's, like, my off day sometimes, mm-hmm. and so... He's supposed to be responsible for coming up with dinner, but then he'll do this thing where he, like, wanders. I'll be relaxing, and he'll do this thing where he wanders into the room, and he's like, so, what were you thinking for dinner? (laughs) And I'll be like, it's not my responsibility today. It's yours. And he'll be like, okay, well, hmm. And then he'll go, and he'll see, like, what we have in the fridge or the freezer, and then he'll come back and give me, like, something ridiculous as a suggestion. And I'll just be like, I'm not (laughs) cooking." go away (laughs) figure it out you're a grown man and i think that is part of it like we don't want to be hassled all the time like we already are doing enough yes we just want you to pick up some of the slack
1: yes yeah i i appreciate when my husband does that or like when he sees like oh we're really low on snacks for the baby i'm gonna run to the grocery store after I take her to physical therapy and get her snacks for like the next week. Mm -hmm. That's extremely helpful.
0: Yeah. Kids eat a lot. They need all the food.
1: God, This kid eats so much food. Like I swear on Sunday, she had like 87 snacks and then still had dinner. I was like, I don't know where you're putting this food. Anyway, she
0: she has a really high metabolism.
1: Yes. She is gonna eat me broke by the time she's a teenager.
0: <sighs> they slow down. It's okay. They eat a lot when they're like toddlers, usually. Well, this and is then they, news. and then they slow down a little.
1: A little. Okay. And
0: then it'll ramp up again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there will be a. There will be a lull.
0: Yeah, there'll be a lull. Like we had a lull where they, you know, the only thing Reese would eat would be peanut butter sandwiches. So.
1: Oh gosh. Like. <laughs> Now it's just ramen and you know whatever.
0: I mean, it's it's not <coughs> great food, but it's a lot of it. So it is
1: a lot of ramen. <laughs> oh, funny, Megan. What's bringing you joy this week?
0: Uh, and our impending trip.
1: Hey, I'm that very was mine. excited.
0: Yay! <laughs> Dual joys, and then next week I guess we'll have to say something other than the trip we just had. That's um, but we are. Going on a road trip this weekend to North Carolina to see a lot of friends. I don't know how many friends we're gonna end up seeing. I feel like
1: I don't, I don't know, we but know many so many of, people. Many of them have Carolina. been on the podcast, so that's also yes. exciting.
0: Yeah. Um, <coughs> we don't have enough time to see everyone without having like a party, which we are not doing
1: because COVID.
0: Yes. So yeah, it's just a. It's gonna be a whirlwind, but it's gonna be fun. We're gonna eat a bunch of food. I've never been to North Carolina, so I'm excited for that in general.
1: I was born there, uh, but it's been a real long time since that happened. So I am guessing you
0: don't remember it.
1: <laughs> I weirdly don't remember. Actually, <laughs> I, I mean, I've been to North Carolina since we moved away when I was like a year and a half, but I think I was like six or seven the last time we were down there. So mm-hmm. it's been a very long time since I've been to North Carolina.
0: Yeah, and uh, and we're driving, <clears throat> so that'll be interesting. Hopefully fun. Hopefully we we'll won't kill each other. I have I, snacks. Um, I we
1: have snacks. I'm we hoping, have snacks. I'm hoping that the leaves have started to turn, like when we get to like Tennessee and stuff, because um, the leaves have not turned here, and it's very disappointing.
0: Uh they have in some places. It just depends on like what kind of tree it is right now. Yeah,
1: it's just like, but not. They're not as like. I don't know, not as much as they normally are this time of year, so. I think that's because it
0: was so warm until very recently, so. It's so true. Um, Yeah, we're going to be driving through some mountainy areas, so. Love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I, I <laughs> we were talking about what time to leave, and you very optimistically said, is six too early? And I was shocked that you would say that.
1: (laughs) Well, only because we're going to lose an hour going east. and so I I know. I was like, Steph is going to have
0: to get up so early. I know.
1: I was trying to, well, because, I mean, to be honest, if we were flying, like, the flights out of Bloomington are usually at 6 a.m. So (laughs) I'm like, well, I would have been up early then anyway. So... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what actually happens come Friday morning. We'll, uh, we'll try to share on the, uh, podcast, Instagram stories and keep you apprised yeah. of our, our journey. <laughs> so we'll let you know how many cans of Pringles we eat along the way. We're very, very, uh, into, uh, balanced nutrition. And so we have, uh, Pringles and Chex Mix and gummy bears.
0: Uh, yes, and I bought some apple caramel cookies because they looked really good uh, at Target, so They've got apple we'll see. Target. I'm sure I'll probably end up buying mm-hmm. more snacks because I always buy lots of snacks for the car, even though I don't actually need them. But,
1: but also I kind of do.
0: enjoy, sometimes you do, and also I kind of enjoy buying the snacks at a gas station even though it costs five times more yes
1: there's just like something about like popping into a gas station and grabbing a bottle of coke and a bag of cheese it's yeah i don't know so it's
0: very strange
1: you know that's our that's our collective joy so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give ourselves a break this week and allow ourselves to have collective joy but next week we're not allowed to say that it was our our trip as a whole we have to come up with separate joys we can our joys can be something that happened on the trip but it cannot be the trip as a whole we're setting the parameters here for you all to hear them so that we follow through (laughs) we will make
0: sure we select different ones next time (laughs) we'll confer ahead of time (laughs) next week is going to be the first in a new series we're starting
1: yeah, we're going to talk about parenting in America. We're going to talk to all different types of parents um, about their experience of what it's like to raise kids in this country. So, in the meantime, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from our listeners. Bye.